Three, two, one. Woo! We're live. What's up, guys? It's great to be back. Feels like forever yet again. The last episode was great. Really loved last week's episode. It's been a little bit of time since we last seen each other. or Well, not literally seen each other, but talked to each other. Well, you guys essentially hearing me talk, but uh, yeah, last time we were together was July 18th. That was episode 192 of Kicking It With The King. That will resume next week. We are doing a special episode of Segments, episode 22, with yours truly, Gabriel Hernandez. It is wonderful, but fucking hot. Friday, June, July Excuse me, July 26th, 2019. Welcome in, folks. It's good to be back. It's good to uh, have everybody all together again. It's good to, like I said, a lot of shit's happened in the last week or so since we last talked. So we have a lot to talk about, both good and bad, if you're familiar with what's been going on in the world of combat sports as of late. There's been some tragic things, some things we'll talk about on today's episode, too. And um, notice how, like, sometimes we don't even start off like this. Sometimes we just jump right into shit. But that's what what we're going to do today. We're going to go according to schedule. So before we begin, I want to thank you guys for joining us yet again. You can follow us on Twitter at KWTKPod. On Twitter, as well as my own handle at G the King MMA two oh nine on Twitter, as well as Instagram G the King MMA two oh nine on Twitter and Instagram. You could find our podcast in the Apple Podcast Store. What are the fuck you call it? Apple Podcast. I'm looking at it right now. Why don't Why don't I just look at it? Apple Podcast, the podcasting app on your Apple device. How about that? We're available on Apple, Spotify, all the other major podcast providers, iHeartRadio. The first big one for me was iHeart. And then just going from there to being able to use it on Spotify and stuff like that. So, um, from there, just it, I thought it was cool. I mean, I have iPhone, so I, I I subscribe directly through the podcast app on my device, so it's so much easier to access. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there that use iPhone. So early on, this podcast was meant for you know, obviously, like it was meant for everyone, but it was only going to people who had iPhones or anything Apple and stuff like that. So it was a lot harder. So, um, like I said, thank you guys for joining us. Um, like I said, it is Friday. July 26th, 2019, and there's a lot of stuff to talk about on today's episode, so let's not waste any more time and get right into this. Um, UFC 240 goes down this Saturday. Um, Featherweight champion Max Holloway puts his title on the line against Frankie Edgar. We'll talk about that. We will break the fights down um, for both sides in the red corner, what Max has to do in the blue corner, what Frankie needs to do. What, what will this fight be like? What's going to happen? What are we going to see on Saturday night? Is it going to go a certain way? Which way is it going to go? High implications for both corners, both sides. And um, really curious to talk about that and excited to talk about it as well as what's on the line for them. Um as well as a lot of a lot of other things too. So um, we'll talk about that. Um, tragically, in the world, it's not MMA related, but it is combat sports related. Um, um, a few days ago, in a, a boxing fight, I think it was a top top rank boxing on ESPN. Um, there was a I don't know. I don't know, like the specific details, like you know the exact weights of the fighters, like what 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 weight class it was or anything, but it was a boxing ma- match, a boxing uh, fight, and uh, a fighter, an undefeated fighter by the name of uh, Mash. His name is Maximum Dadesh, Dadesh, Dadeshev. Undefeated, uh, I think it was at 170 pounds, or welterweight. I don't know what welterweight is in boxing, but um, he was an undefeated fighter. He passed away due to injuries sustained in that boxing fight. The fight was later stopped, quote, and he later passed away. 
this is quote quoted from my Instagram, a post that I actually put together. So I'm going to start from the beginning. This one hurt. This young undefeated fighter passed away due to injuries sustained in a boxing fight. His fight was stopped and he later passed away. The sport of wait, that's not right. The, sp the fight was stopped and he later passed away. Sadly, the sport of boxing and mixed martial arts is truly unforgiving and very scary to think about. These fighters put their lives on the line for our entertainment. The video is what kills me because when I watch MMA, I see the fights that go on for too long or stop too late or see a you see a clean knockout and you don't know what literally can happen after those devastating losses. These fighters take and endure so much physical and mental damage doing what they love to do the most. What truly kills me is maximum maximum dadishov went to this contest not knowing that this would be his last fight, let alone the last time he got to see his beautiful family before the fight. My heart goes out to Mashim's family, friends, coaches. I can't imagine what they are all feeling. My heart is hurting considerably, considering my own involvement in the sport. This one hurts badly. Rest in peace. So, uh, like I said, that happened. Um, and wow, it's kind of like a, a sensitive topic to start the the show off with but i feel it's better better to get it out of the way first not that i'm in like any crazy rush or anything like that um but i just you know we have a lot of stuff to talk about i mean i'm really curious about that the, the max hallway frankie edgar fight definitely is uh very very exciting and very interesting to break down and i'm very curious to talk about it so um it just sucks because in the world of combat sports and MMA, MMA, boxing, whatever it is, you know, it's unforgiving, like I said, even MMA too, and one of the things that I wrote about on potentially talking about today was, you know, the differences on whether or not MMA or boxing is a lot more dangerous, I mean, I don't really feel that there's a, a complete answer to that, because they're all dangerous, they all have their takes, they all have their shares, I mean, there's MMA fighters with problems now, former MMA fighters who have problems now due to the fact that they've sustained so much damage and got hit in the head too much in MMA combat, MMA kickboxing, or, or boxing fights. More so MMA fights. So, um, I mean, like I said, that damage and stuff, all that, all that stuff comes around eventually. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be a, a mixed martial artist. You could be a boxer. It doesn't matter. Um, but for me, personally, thinking about where the damage more comes from, directly from boxing, because a majority of it is you hitting your opponent in the head. You know, some people will mix up body shots and stuff like that. But a majority of the time, you're looking to take their head off. So you're going to be aiming for the head more so than you're not. So, I mean, I have to agree and I have to say that, you know, in a way that a lot of the damage does come, uh, does come from boxing and like it, uh, like, like it just, uh, I mean, it's just the fact that you get hit in the head so much. I mean, these guys go for knockouts and, you know, essentially that they don't have wrestling. They don't have jujitsu. They don't have the clinch. They get separated instantly and, their ability to, you know, they don't really get too many tools. They don't get jujitsu. They don't get any of those opportunities. Um, but for for me, it's not a contest when it comes to damage and stuff. It's it's re it's the complete reality of it. The entire time uh, is just the fact that both of them are unforgiving. Both of them take lots and lots of sacrifice. Both of them, you take damage. There's no instance where anyone in the world that's a fighter, MMA fighter, boxer, whatever, there isn't any instance where these guys aren't going to take any damage. There's no perfect fighter other than Floyd Mayweather, but he still had to make sacrifices. He still killed his body. He still dedicated all his time to training, to getting better to becoming one of the best martial best boxers of all time not martial artists I'm, i have it all because i don't really we don't talk boxing 
on this podcast too much, so it's kind of a different thing. But yeah, I mean, there's there isn't really any perfect athlete though. That's why you see very few undefeated fighters, and that's why you've got to cherish those kinds of fighters because you just don't know what can happen. I mean, going back to Max, Maximum, I just call him Maximum because it's a cool name, Maximum. That dish, that dish of. Dadashiv. Dadashiv. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that shit. Um, but like I said, and like they, they said that, you know, in training, everything went good. Everything was fine. Um, you know, like I said, he's an undefeated fighter, too. So, obviously, he was doing something right. Um, but it took this, just this one fight. But like I said, a lot of people did bring up a bunch of interesting points. Um, Twitter was very open-minded about this entire thing and you know obviously i've seen a lot more of the same morning and stuff about this about about that too i spent my time mourning as well because it is a tragic thing you know essentially these fighters are doing everything that they love to do training every day working out every day getting to fight on television getting to fight in general doing something they love to do because it changed their life and it's something that they genuinely love to do. It saves lives. It does a lot of things for you. It doesn't matter whether it's boxing or mixed martial arts. It's still a passion and it's still something a lot of people go towards because it's a craft and you constantly want to work on your craft and you're dedicated to working on your crafts and stuff like that. So these guys really, really take out a lot of their life, sacrifice a lot of their time, sacrifice their time with their families. Some of them have young babies and they're, they're not able to see them all the time because they're training, because they're dedicated and they really want to make these dreams of theirs come true. And, you know, there's no other way to say it, man. But, you know, it takes a lot of different things into perspective from how I view fights and fighters from now on. I mean, I've heard of deaths in the cage before. Not necessarily UFC or any American-based promotions or anything like that. I've heard of them. But, you know, the fact that I didn't know too much about it to where, like... You know, I mean, it, it, it's because I don't know. I, I can't describe it because you know, back then when, when when I heard about those, it was a while back. It was really before I started to really get control of my of my emotions and my feelings, and you know, just this lately everything I was going through, and you know, just you know, just having a lot better of an understanding of the sport of mixed martial arts, and you know, having a podcast now, and and doing all those things. When I first heard about that death, I didn't really know. I knew stuff, I knew a lot of stuff about the fight game and stuff, because it wasn't really, like, a crazy amount of time ago, like, oh, it wasn't oh, any more than five or six years ago, or less than that, it was probably, like, three or year, three years ago, but I did hear of some death or something in Brazil, I mean, Conor McGregor talked about it, it was, like, something Carvalho, some, some Brazilian fighter by the name of Carvalho, that's when I learned about, but, you know, now, just, just seeing the video, that's the thing, I didn't get to see the video, we didn't get any all-access footage to that we just heard about it and i was like fuck that sucks man i mean thinking about the fact i mean i did a podcast a long ass time ago about cte and, and the the dangers of the sport i mean damn it's a good sport and as fans fighters spectators and you know media journalists whatever whoever the fuck you are anybody that's spectating that are watching these fights on television don't realize I mean damn ooh, this fight's boring but yet yet you don't know what's really going on or someone gets knocked out and, you know, it's like, fuck, I hope he's okay. Or, ooh, he got what he deserved. You know, like for Ben Askren, for example, he going back to that, I wasn't, my reactions to that fight wasn't, oh, I'm glad Ben got knocked out. I mean, I was happy for Jorge Masvidal. That was a big feather in his cap. That was, you know, I'm so, uh, that was a huge moment for him and his and his career and you know, I'm a huge milestone especially for how long he's been fighting. And because of who he did it to, Ben Askren, who was undefeated his entire career, um was looking to chase a dream of becoming a UFC fighter, potentially potential UFC champion, um, had UFC aspirations for so long, the biggest guy in combat sports that people wanted to see go over to the UFC, 
what people want to know. What happens if Ben goes to UFC? What happens if this happens? Then Jorge Masvidal comes and beats Ben Askren and, you know, shuts his lights out in a scary, devastating knockout, you know, three seconds in, setting the fa- the record for the fastest knockout in UFC history, which is the most impressive thing if you're looking at records in combat sports. But the downfall and how brutal the sport truly is, is what truly what, what truly could have happened, how much damage could have truly been done. We don't really know what can happen when these what happens behind the scenes after these fights happen. Just because you don't feel any sort any sorts of any types of way and stuff doesn't mean nothing's happened. I mean, CTE damage it doesn't catch up to you. It doesn't happen overnight. It accumulates over time, which is very scary. That's a super scary thing. I mean, you see all these brutal knockouts. I mean, you see all these crazy power punchers. I mean, you see guys like Francis Ngannou shutting people's lights off. Like the Overeem knockout, another scary one. You know, there's knockouts that, oh, like you drop them, you hurt them, and, you know, the fight's over. But, you know, those are brutal too. And I'm not saying, like, going to the, this Dadashev fight, you know, it was in between rounds, if I'm not mistaken, watching the tragically heartbreaking video that I just absolutely bawled my eyes out last night watching. Well, I watched it before that, but this last night I was really hurting because of it. But just watching, you know, it was in between rounds, and he, he told him he has to stop the fight. He needs to stop the fight. You know, he's taking too many punches. You know, he can't keep taking that much damage. He was persuading him to please stop. And, you know, the guy really just... He didn't want to give up, and I'm going to get emotional, and I, I definitely apologize thinking about it. You, you, you can just see it almost in, in, in Maximum's face that you know he, he didn't want to give up, man. He's like, come on, man. This is my life, literally, and, and, and like when I hear these fighters say that from this point on, I don't think anything's going to be different. I mean, I don't think anything's going to be the same is what I meant to say. Sorry if I feel like, sound like, sound like it's a really touchy subject and I didn't really like want to start it off this way, but I kind of need to because it's something that was lingering in my mind for so long and, you know, the sport means the world to me and it's really, it really has saved me, but then again, you look over to the dark side of the sport. These these are things that happen: the injuries, the trauma, the damage taken, your your, your brain cells, the concussions. It's all scary things, you know. These guys really do put their lives on the line, and and I will never take that for granted. And you know, one of the crazier things going back to the Ben Askren thing, and you know, people saying, "Oh man." I'm we got fucked up or blah, blah, blah. I got what he deserved and stuff. You know, that takes me back to thinking about when fighters are booed or um, fighters or fans are saying, oh, these guys suck or this sucks or this fight's boring or or they watch a clean knockout, like I said on Instagram. It, or we see a fight, you know, for example, a fight where uh, the fight with Junior and Kane Velasquez the second time. That's a fight where... I would be uncomfortable to see in the future a fight similar to that kind of that performance. You know, Junior just taking too much power, too too much power shots, too much devastating blows to the head, and you know, he's looking absolutely overwhelmed. And you know, a little I started to, to get a little teary eyed a little bit earlier just talking about that video. But going, I have I have to go back to that. Unfortunately, to talk about, but um. That just shows you the toughness of these fighters and boxing and in mixed martial arts. I mean, these guys are the toughest human beings literally on the planet. This is the toughest sport. Nobody's going to die in, in basketball. Now, football is a different story that, it, that has its own shares of massive concussions, too. And, you know, those guys are some number two tough, the toughest guys in the world under boxing and mixed martial arts. Um, but, you know, like I said, um, just it, it makes me really respect all the fighters and not really have hatred because I think the world's too hate uh too hateful and I think that if we can be positive at least in one area if we have to be if we can unite together and really agree on one thing is that we all fucking like mixed martial arts we all like these fighters we all have fighters that we love. 
you know, from the Colby fans to the Connor fans, the ignorant uh, trolls online and stuff like that. They're all passionate about one thing is that they have a favorite fighter that they enjoy watching. They have a fighter that they enjoy that gets them up. Um, that makes them excited, that maybe inspires them, maybe they're just exciting, maybe they talk a lot of shit, and they put on fun, exciting fights and stuff, and there's someone out there that gets everyone up to want to see them, there's that one person, there's a group of fighters, I mean, me, I have more than one fighter, I mean, hundreds of thousands of fighters, and all these different fighters I've seen throughout the years, you know, I don't just have one, but, you know, there's, there's special fighters out there and stuff that people love and care about and stuff, and you know, that leads to trolls, that leads to online hate and stuff, but for me, I've really, like, over the years, I really just talked about both sides of the stories, you know, both ways both fighters can win, understanding where both fighters came from, they're fighting against each other, not really knowing who you want to win, all that stuff, not wanting both guys to fight because you love them all so much, and stuff like that, and, you know, I've learned to really, like, love the fighters, you know, I don't like particular actions and stuff like that or you know personalities you know Ben Askren you know he, he can be a bit much at times but I'm not gonna say that I hope like he dies or hope he gets knocked out hella badly and stuff I just list the realities you know I said that one time like he will be it he will meet someone that will will ring his bell he will get his bell rung one of these days or not we've seen him take a lot of hard shots in the Robbie Lawler fight and now just completely saying that out of being an analyst out of watching the fights observing seeing just speaking on what I see but when it comes down to it at the end of the day I, I hope that he is okay I still did feel bad for him I do love and care about a lot of these fighters and you know it does get to get to me on an emotional level when it comes to these fighters because you know I follow these guys I've been inspired by a lot of these fighters for a very long time and because of them it's really given me an avenue to you know relate a lot of things that they've gone through to my own life and inspire me and, and create a huge road and pathway for aspiring other people people that are inspired by what they've seen from all these fighters and stuff like that so I mean going back to the hatred and stuff like man I don't know. I, I, I can't find it in my heart to, to hate any of these guys or, or wish anything bad because you just never know what can happen. And it's uh, the worst part about this. This is the part that's going to kill me right now is um is that like you, you, you just don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know what could happen. Like I said, in any fight, you got to respect every single fighter. You got to respect everyone that you fight, everyone you compete against. Even if, you know, maybe they talked a bunch of shit and stuff, but at the end of the day, you got to respect them. Deep down, if you talk shit, you know, we, we, we stir up the fight. At the end of the day, I'm going to respect you. We've, we get in a fight, we get, we get in the cage, we compete, it's over after that. Unless there's a a rivalry or something like that, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not gonna look to have a rivalry. I don't I don't want to feed into that negativity. After the fights are over, man, the fights are over. If you beat me, then that's good. I'm gonna work my way back, and I will beat you. I will come back. Or if I beat you, I'm gonna move on. I don't have any personal vendettas towards anyone. Same with these with some of these fans. You know the 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 hatred that these fighters get online but literally these fighters are putting their lives on the line what are the fans putting on the line that's the thing their battery life how many followers they have how many likes they get how many retweets there's there's no comparison it's 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 so hard to think about now like i there's no there's no bone in my body that wants to be hatred or be, be hated or, or hate i don't have any hatred in my heart at all to hate anybody i i, I strongly dislike actions i i hate the fact that people choose to act the way that they do or or you know portray a certain thing that they shouldn't be or do something that they shouldn't do or do things that they know they shouldn't do but they still do them or things like that i hate actions and, and, and choices that people make. I don't physically want to hate anybody. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, hatred out there, especially in combat sports. I mean, these fighters 
read it sometimes they get offended they'll block it you know fighter people will you know for instance you know when it comes to fighters getting knocked out you know repeatedly you know maybe like an example for a chuck liddell i mean he doesn't want to see that that hatred on on there say oh chuck's done because i'm sure he knows that he gets it from the media and stuff like that i mean that's the thing we get in in, in mixed martial arts is that when these fighters is when it comes to retirement and stuff like that, or almost being done, you know, or, or not having the 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 will to compete anymore, and having the skills to keep up with the best fighters in the world, you know, it, it's sad when people say that. Oh, they need to retire, or they're not good enough anymore. I mean, reading that as a fighter, or as a, I can't imagine seeing that and not having your confidence somewhat like like somewhat affected and you know just being so mentally strong to be able to get through those kinds of things the hatred and all that on top of being able to perform on the highest levels and still having the class and still being very honorable people and stuff like that that's amongst like the, these guys are amongst the best in the world like i really respect all these guys because of the fact that they really do. Like I keep saying, they keep they, they put their lives on the line. And not only was it Maxim, but it was another. I don't remember the name on top at the top of my head. It was out of Mexico. I think it was Mexico as well. But someone else did pass away too. But like I said, the sport that we love, we we live, we breathe the sport. And like I said, I live through the sport. It's a brutal sport, but it has its massive consequences. And this isn't it, this isn't something I haven't thought about. It's just damn, it has it had it happen. So a lot of people get comfortable, and when it happens is just it's it's a hard thing and the, the fact is because for me the biggest point about this it is hearing it, it, it is it's 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 a hard thing for me seeing it or hearing it but seeing the video that video the video that was out really was like the the part that really 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 just killed me because it it's because I knew I just felt like he didn't want to give up. He didn't want to stop because these guys are so tough. And this sport is their life. It's 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 their life. And sorry if I'm getting emotional. Man. This is this is uh this sport means a lot to me. But um, this sport is their life, and um, you know some of these guys, you know when they when they retire, they come back, retire, come back, you know. Like BJ Penn, for example, like these these guys don't have anything else. They don't know anything else. I can't imagine anything else. If I didn't watch mixed martial arts or or or, or be a part of the sport, I don't I don't I, I just don't know what I would be doing. I wouldn't have anything to constantly look at my phone on when it's fight night or or talk to people about or look at stupid messages online about why people think so-and-so is going to win or all this other fun interactions with great people and, and knowledgeable people and, and people who are really inspirational like the fighters and the commentators that are now fighters or the fighters are now commentators now and all those different people. Like, you know, it wouldn't be the same without all these guys here, like, and, and I say, like, I say that because, like, 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 all these guys, these guys aren't, like, the same, they're not like other people, I mean, it's very scary, it's, it's CTE, broken bones, you know, punctured liver, I mean, you're breaking your body down, cutting weight, you know, knee injuries, foot injuries, I mean, you're literally just taking your body down, brutalizing your body. And, you know, a lot of these guys are in shape too, though. Like, they do some real good conditioning and, you know, they keep their bodies in some good shape. It's just the fact that they fight is the part that's the devastating part. So, um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought, like, maybe three minutes ago. My eyes are freaking feel hella red because, like... They're all puffy. But I wasn't really... Like, my eyes wasn't dropping. It was a specific moment. So, the, the, what I was talking about, it just feels really uh, hard. Um, 
I just can't stop thinking about it because it's devastating. Like, like his beautiful family. And I just, I seen the Instagram post with his, his, his wife, uh, posted on, um, on Instagram. I'm gonna pull it up real quick, but it's, it's, it, it, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's, it's truly, it's truly heartbreaking. And if you can, you can hear the difference in my voice is because I was really, it, it really, really just, just killed me. It kills me. It, it killed me. And I don't know. I don't know. Whew. Oh man, this is terrible. I'm just I'm looking at the um post. His wife said, my love, you are forever in my heart. The soul breaks from pain without you. The hardest time has come in our family. And they have a, li they have a little boy. That's the part that sucks. Hopefully that was, yeah, I mean, he's an undefeated fighter too. Then he trains in, did he train in America? Yeah, he did. He trained in. Trains in Los Angeles. And then someone asked if he saw his baby before his fight. At least he saw his baby before a fight. That's what it said. She said, because we didn't have the opportunity to live together before the title. There's very little pay and accommodation in America is very, or is very expensive. Yeah, just the fact that he has a little baby and, you know, a beautiful family behind and stuff like that. That that was the hardest part. Literally doing everything that they love to do. He's undefeated and everything. Very, very good fighter. Undefeated, obviously. So uh, I, I just don't think that anybody should have to die. But, you know, like I said, the sport is so unforgiving. It's a dangerous sport. And, you know, another thing I was thinking about yesterday was just like, not only did that happen, is is the, the opponent. To, to learn that the opponent that I beat passed away due to injuries in our fight, what would, it would... It would, it would fucking kill me, honestly. It would, it would kill me inside. It would, it would destroy everything. My heart would be scarred. I would be scarred for life. And I don't know how I would keep, keep going. I don't know. That's, that's, a, that's a, a thing I wouldn't be able to come back from. I don't want to sit and, and doubt myself or say something like that but I just I just can't imagine how someone wouldn't be scared like that or scarred for the rest of their life that's a that's a traumatic thing to see I mean thank God it didn't happen in the 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 arena it would have been a million times worse this was I probably wouldn't have even done a show today I mean maybe I would have but that that was a um a devastating thing to happen and it's only a matter of time i mean sadly we would we would see we, we may have to experience more of that stuff in the future i mean crying because your favorite fighter loses you know everybody has an all right to cry because they lose or maybe they come up short in a split decision stuff like that or maybe they lose a lopsided decision or they people have the audacity to say they suck or they don't have it anymore or they shouldn't be in there or they don't belong in there it's the fact that they're putting their lives on the line and and let me tell you something else too um this takes me back to the whole freak show fights and stuff like that you know the um the 
data data 5000 fight if you go to think over think about that fight in bellator the guy had, he had like a billion heart attacks or some shit like that he could have fucking died that's the part that was a serious thing too and then go back to this one um uriah hall had a heart attack as well to cutting weight like literally these guys are dying cutting weight almost some some people in mixed martial arts have died because of weight cuts let alone, if anything, you think it's a fight. No, it's weight cuts. The sport will fucking kill you, literally. It will kill you. It will get you. That's why, That's why for me, I, I have to respect each and every fighter. I mean, I respect them. There's particular ones I don't like. Some I think are disrespectful and, and a, a few good amount that I would get my hands on and stuff had if I had the opportunity. But but reality, like when it comes to watching the sports and just my overall view of mixed martial arts and stuff like that, I have a utter respect for fighters who who step inside the cage and compete and, and fight and stuff because I know of the sacrifices and all the outcomes. This shit, this shit can happen to anybody. You just don't know what's going to happen. So a devastating blow to the world of combat sports, and I'm sorry if I did get a little emotional there, but just fucking touchy subject, but uh, we won't stay on that thing for the whole time, and it come on the podcast just to talk about one thing, but um, let's get on, uh, let's move along, excuse me, to UFC 240, um, headline like said by max holloway taking on frankie edgar very very interesting fight because we've previously had this fight scheduled and it's fallen through two other times previously and very very unfortunate because you know at the time max well basically modern day current day max you know is beaten a lot of legends at 145 pounds, you know, a lot of great fighters, a lot of, uh, super good, uh, you know, contenders, you know, guys, real, real good guys, he's been finishing guys, he has a long streak in featherweight history, uh, aside from the Poirier fight, his last fight, um, you know, obviously he's undefeated at, at featherweight, right, as of late, you know, he hasn't lost in, like, 13 fights, I think, if not a little bit, I don't know, it was 12 or 13, but, um, he, He's looked good at featherweight. He's mauled everyone at featherweight. I mean, essentially. I mean, look at his fight with Brian Ortega. I mean, that, that that's riding on the wall in itself. I mean, you, you can't put it better than that. I mean, that's one of the most perfect performances I've ever seen. One of the best performances I've ever seen out of Max Holloway. So, like I said, this weekend is a tough fight. Big fight for Frankie. Big fight for Max. Real curious to see how Max comes back from his loss to Dustin Poirier. It was, it was a hard loss. Uh, not not like one of the most devastating losses, but, you know, he got hurt. He took a lot of damage in that fight. Um, and, you know, it wasn't, you know, it, it wasn't it wasn't a, a one-sided fight. But, you know, we, we know that that fight was going to Poirier when, when it was all said and done. So, I mean, Max handle the loss with absolute class like joe rogan said nobody knows how to lose better than max and he did he handled it with class you know no excuses went back to the drawing board huge inspiration took it so well and you know resumed his status as the 145 pound champion because he didn't even have to take that fight with Dustin Poirier. He just, you know, he did it because the company asked him to, and it was it was it was a good fight. You know, fight for a belt, huge payday, the opportunity to be two division champion, make history, add a second belt to your collection, rule two weight classes. And and for me, honestly, another thing is. The fact that not only is he coming off of a loss, he hasn't lost in a long time. Years. Over five years. So, I mean, like I said, I have confidence in Max. I'm very, very confident that he will show up tomorrow night. I'm confident in his, his abilities. I feel like his IQ is amongst the best ever. <sighs> and I mean, look at the way he fought Ortega, man. 
there's no there's no way that that guy isn't um there's no way that that guy isn't isn't good enough to be Frankie Edgar I mean this has been a huge huge topic for the last week or so I've been on Twitter talking about this for so long um Going back to the whole MMA math thing, I, I don't really look at that because I have an open mind and anything can happen in the sport. But realistically, you look at the whole little circle of fighters. There's Jose, I mean, Jose Aldo, Frankie Edgar, Brian Ortega, Max Holloway. Max Holloway beats Jose Aldo two times in devastating fashion. Pretty similar outcomes in both ways. For both ways. If, if anything, identical almost. Okay? So before that, Jose Aldo beats Frankie Edgar twice, for, both for the belt. Jose has two wins in a row over Frankie. And go to the new breed. You bring on the new breed, the young hungry lion that's chasing a UFC title shot in the name of Brian Ortega. He fights Frankie Edgar, and he stuns and he knocks Frankie Edgar out, being still the only man in history to beat Frankie Edgar and stop Frankie Edgar. Well, only man in history to stop Frankie Edgar with strikes. I mean, we've seen Frankie get hurt multiple times throughout his entire career and and come back and rally to win and stuff and, and compete and still, you know, come back. Or stay in the fight, even if it was a loss. He still found a way to stay in the fight. I mean, after he took that up kick from Vincent Henderson back in Japan and stuff, man, I didn't know how he was going to come back. I, I thought he was out. I mean, that was a brutal kick to the face. I mean, his ability to take that and come back and stuff. I mean, second fight was close. A lot of people arguably thought he could have won that one, too. Um, the fight with Josie Aldo, the first one was kind of close. He took Aldo down a couple times. Um... And second one, obviously, Aldo was out being Aldo and outpointed him. That was at UFC 200. And then Aldo was turned into the, like, I think it was like the interim champion or something. and became like the undisputed champion or something after the belt was taken away or something. Or Connor got stripped of the belt at 145. And then that whole thing happened. So, um, like I said, I mean, Max handedly beaten Brian, beat Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega, you know, beat Frankie. And if you want to think about it like this, I mean, he, he, Max has beaten all the best people at 145. He's beaten Jose Alda, who beat Frankie Edgar. Brian Ortega, who beat Frankie Edgar as well. Max beat the fuck out of Brian Ortega in that fight. He picked him apart piece by piece. That's the part people don't realize. Max is super good. Max is one of the best in the world. And he has been for a very, very long time. Comes in there. Very smart. High pace. High volume. Picks his shots wisely. Good shots. You know, if he, he wears you down with his pace as he did with Aldo. He eventually turned up flurry. Turned up the flurry of punches and eventually was able to get to the point where he was able to finish Jose Aldo two times. Two wins in a row over Jose Aldo. Um, and no win over Brian Ortega. And Brian Ortega beat Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar's last loss was Brian Ortega. Frankie comes back, beats Cub Swanson in rematch by decision. And has he fought since? Hey Siri, pull up uh, Frankie Edgar's Wikipedia. Here's what I found. Pull up Frankie Edgar's Wikipedia. Here's some information. Can you read it to me? Frank James Edgar is an American mixed martial artist who competes as a featherweight in the Ultimate Fighting Championship and is a former UFC lightweight champion. Do you want me to keep reading? Yes, please. Let the world know. He holds notable victories over former world champions Sean Shirk, Hermes Franca, BJ Penn, 
Yurija Faber as well as top featherweight contenders Max Faber. Watson and Chad Mendes. As of the 13th of Uriah May, 2019, he is number four in the UFC featherweight rankings. Thank you. No, that's not what I was gonna look up. I was gonna look up what the like what his last loss was. I just thought that would be hilarious. Uh, I don't know why I looked that up in my history. Hashtag delete history. Um, what is it, Frankie? Frankie Edgar. Let me just see real quick. My mind doesn't lie to me. I'm pretty damn sure it was Brian Ortega. What the fuck? His nickname is Rocky. It says Frankie Rocky Edgar. Someone must have edited that. I did not know that. Um, let me see. It's just crazy how he's been on top for so fucking long. He's 37 and he's aging fine like wine. Let me just tell you, this may be his last time at getting a, a um. The UFC title shot. I mean, I I don't know directly how legitimate that is, but realistically, if you look at it, you know, once once Max beats Frankie Edgar, Max will essentially have cleaned out that division of the best of the best. And what I mean by that, a lot of people would be like, "Oh, what about Volkanovski?" Blah, blah, blah. I don't. I mean, the best of the best when it comes to big legacy fights, you know. For big notable names, and once he's finished beating the mo- notable names at that weight class, then he can go from there to fighting the young contenders like Volkanovski. Uh, eventually, fight probably a guy like Zabit. I mean, there's some exciting fights coming up at 145 pounds and a little bit of a a little log jam right now. If if anything, um, Jeremy Stevens versus. Uh, Yaya Rodriguez is set for the main event in Mexico City coming up. Um, Zabit's not yet booked, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Brian Ortega, I don't know who Brian Ortega. Brian Ortega might fight. Brian Ortega wants uh, the Korean Zombie and Brian Ortega are is being discussed as well too. So uh, I don't know if that's going to be announced shortly or anything else like that. And um, obviously, still need someone for Zabit too. So. Um, I'm excited to see that Yair versus Jeremy Stevens fight too. Um, implications in the 145 pound division is still going to be very open still, especially with all the contenders and stuff still. I mean, Josh Emmett looked good in his last fight too, so you, you still got to think there's a lot of guys at 145 pounds that Max still has to fight, and you know there's a lot of really a lot of young up and coming studs. I can't wait to see what happens with that. So it's going to be interesting. I'm not saying Frankie can't win this fight, and I'm not overlooking Frankie's abilities. You know, I've always given him, given him the credit where credit is due. I mean, the guy doesn't stop. He's a hard fight. He's always in your face. He's one of the hardest fights to prepare for, as Khabib is. I mean, this guy just doesn't stop. I mean, Cain Velasquez is a perfect example for, for a guy who never stopped at heavyweight. Just kept coming forward. He just shuts people down with his pressure. He puts it together. He can knock you out on the feet. He can choke you out of four. Minutes and fifty nine seconds of the final round. He can he can he can cruise you to a decision. He could take you down, beat you up. Eventually, get to the point where you get a doctor stoppage. I mean, Frankie Edgar's no joke. Like I said, it's just amazing looking at looking and thinking about it. The the fact that he was a champion when I was obviously like when I first started, he was like the champion. So it was like John Jones, George Saint Pierre, Anderson Silva, um, Jose Aldo, Dominic Cruz. Um, Like I said, uh, I'm feeding someone like Junior Santos, Cain Velasquez. You know, I don't know. Cain Velasquez was the champion, but like, like I said, I mean, I mean, he's been on top forever. Frankie, Frankie was has been on top forever, and I've been watching the fight forever. You know, he's always down for a war. You know, there's no, you know, there's this fun saying that everyone says. I'm pretty sure you know it, but it's not a fight, a Frank Yeager fight, unless there's blood, and that's what we're gonna see on Saturday night. 
you know, like from breaking this fight down stylistically, I think obviously there's a huge range difference, size difference between both these guys. And I feel like Max is long and has those long jabs and stuff like that. And mind you, Frankie does get hit. I mean, he didn't really bleed too much or anything or get busted up in his last fight with Cub because it wasn't really like a, it was like a kind of like a sparring match in a way. It wasn't like a real, you know, it wasn't like a, like the first fight where he would take him down at will or anything like that. He he, he stood up with them and, you know, kind of outpointed him on the feet, but it wasn't like one of the most uh, brutalized, like, you know, stand-up wars where he hurt him or compromised him in any position. He was just ahead of him on the scorecards, you know, kind of because he was tentative, I felt like, because of his last fight previously to that, which was uh, the Brian Ortega fight. So, obviously, he didn't need to take that fight, but he did the company and next you know, see what happened and stuff like that and we move on from there um to moving forward so now it's been almost it's been a year since frankie's fought year in like probably like april so it was april since he last fought of last year so may june july so about a couple a year and a couple months basically like three months since he last fought and he was scheduled slated to fight Max Holloway on two separate occasions, I think, um, throughout his entire career, and um, those haven't fallen through, but now weigh-ins have happened, the official weigh-ins are in a couple uh, hour, I think a couple hours, I think they're at four, and um, like I said, the last thing is official weigh-ins and then we got the fight fights on tomorrow so i can't wait for that one uh, it's gonna be a huge fight um going back to like the keys to victory for max is what i was thinking about is this his long range if he can keep frankie on the outside you know like i said people are saying frankie's gonna get in your face and stuff but he can't get in your face if you're getting he's constantly getting stung with jabs and getting hit before he comes in you know max is long arms long limbs and i feel that you know he can he can put a pace on uh, frankie that frankie hasn't had before too and he can wear him down and you know max will hit you with some overwhelming shots and i think max can finish frankie edgar if anything and cruise him to a decision and or cruise him to a decision if not if I, that's what i meant to say um I, and but i also think you know frankie does he does mix it up well he mixes it up very well and does good against bigger guys. He does real good. I mean, he's real tiny. He's real hard to get a hold of. His grappling is great. He has great takedowns. He has great jujitsu. He has good strikes. He hits really hard. He likes to land. And he's short. I mean, he's short and stocky. Kind of like Chad Mendez. I mean, for Chad Mendez to be knocking people out and finding his range, when Frankie finds his range, it, he can land. But, you know, he's got to get there. He's got to do something about the uh, about the range of Max. I know. No, he said he mixes it up better than anyone else does and stuff like that. But I don't know if if, if you can't get a hold of him and, and get control of the range and stuff like that. We've seen things in the past or times in the past where there's been fights where someone was losing or on the losing end because he couldn't establish range. Or if anything, they established range, but too little, too late. And by that time, the fight was close to being over, and they probably lost the decision that they maybe so could have won had they picked up the range early on. I'm sure you guys know. There's been so many different examples. I'm sure you can think of some right now since I said that. And... um you know, I, I I just think that there's a lot of different factors and stuff. I mean, one thing, Frankie gets a hold of Max, puts him up against a cage, tires him out, tests his takedown defense. Or maybe he can just, you know, typical Frankie would, you know, take the center of the cage, you know, mix it up very well, you know, go from punches to kicks and, you know, mix in a takedown. You know, strikes to takedowns are one of my favorite um things and gsp does does it best you know you could do like a jab to a takedown a hard strike to a real good takedown and the thing is he's very quick so the bigger you are the harder you fall i mean frankie could die for your legs at any time and take you right down he could take max down in the center of the octagon he doesn't need to do it up against a cage he doesn't need to worry about pressing max up against a cage and honestly, he could if he wanted to. I mean, that would be an effective strategy. I think that would be, uh, you know, that obviously would be effective 
towards anybody, I think, that you put up against a cage. And, you know, you, you kind of use your energy to wear them out and, you know, zap their energy and make it essentially to the point where you slow them down and their movement is is, is limited. I mean, because a gassed Frankie Edgar it, it isn't going to be successful against Max on any way whatsoever. Same with Max. If Max didn't have it, his, his endurance, it would be a hard night for Max and Frankie's going to have the cardio advantage and he's going to take over and beat Max down because the stamina is a super important thing and we've seen stamina pose huge problems for fighters on the biggest stages in the world. We've seen it with Connor. We've seen it we've seen it in both Connor and Connor and Nate the Nate fights both of them. Connor's cardio. People like to talk shit. Connor's cardio isn't good. Connor's cardio is bad. People are saying all these different things and when you don't have cardio like that, when you're fighting a guy like Khabib or Nate Diaz, those those are two of the hardest people to have not have cardio with. So cardio is a very important thing, and I feel that that's a huge thing that will be needed in this fight, cardio, pace, and distance. You know, it, like I said, Max has got to establish the distance. He's got to, um, you know, he's got to, like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of more better analytical you know, points that people make and stuff like that. But for me, in my head, I, that's those are some basic key points. Not only are they, they're not just basic, they're actually very detailed, but there's been some instances that I've seen in past fights and stuff like that. And um, I, say, I say that word way too much, stuff like that. It's so fucking annoying sometimes. And um, so going back to that is... Frankie gets hit. He does get hit a lot. Not really, but, you know, like I said, it's not a Frankie Edgar fight unless he's bleeding. Max can definitely do that. He can wear him down. He definitely can wear Frankie down. Uh, we haven't seen Frankie get worn down. He, if he goes out, he'll go out like he did in the Brian Ortega fight. But, like, if it's a decision, then I'm sure that he'll stay in it to the very end. It's a real interesting fight. I mean, last time Frankie fought a Hawaiian, he took his world title. Aside from the last BJ Penn fight, he did beat him. But the last time on the biggest stage where Frankie fought for a world title, he was on this the this case to fight for a world title, he won. And then he beat him in the rematch. Essentially similar to what Max did to Jose Aldo. He came in and he beat the GOAT. Obviously, Frankie's already been there. He beat the GOAT, who was BJ Penn at, at that time. He beat him two times in a row. And, you know, Max came in, beat Jose Aldo, beat him again, and established the fact that he is a better man. Pretty similar, right? Didn't think about it, huh? It's pretty crazy. So it's really interesting because aside from all the politics and all the all the details and all the stats and stuff, I think this is a very exciting fight. And this is a fight that I have been looking forward to seeing for the longest time. It's an interesting fight. I like both men. This is one of those fights that I really want to see for so long. What, what What's really curious for me is how Max comes back from his first loss in a very long time. It almost feels like in my head he hasn't lost. He didn't lose. It was a learning curve. It was a learning lesson and stuff like that because he still is the champion it was a fun fight at 155 pounds i'm more than happy for dustin poirier it's an interesting fight with him versus khabib and stuff and it's easy and it's not it's not easy but it's it's a interesting matchup to think about as well as this one is too um and you know that's another business another huge topic on twitter as well that i was talking about too and you know, it's it's a good time. It's a hotbed of mixed martial arts right now. It's, it's it's real good right now. Times are good. A lot of podcasts have been launched. Everyone's getting together in the communities and shit like that. Um, I like that one better. Shit like that versus stuff like that. You guys are gonna learn that those are like my two top phrases. Eventually, gonna trademark them because that's something I keep saying on the show. Um, and like I said, you know, things are going good. It's interesting. It's good to be back doing shows and stuff like that. It's good to, uh, ha, 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 I keep doing it. It's good to keep consistent. And I feel amazing, man. I feel really good. I was happy. So it's an excellent, excellent fight. I can't wait for it. Um, 
Now it boils all down to who I am picking. You know, the hardest part about picking is that when you detail so much shit about both sides that's so good and you love both of them so much and there's so much legacy involved for both sides, it makes it harder to pick because I just don't know what happens. So I feel like I'm not picking, I'm I'm playing a game of chance. And I feel like I'm really, really playing a game of chance because of how detailed I described him. If you don't detail your fight or or look at little pinpoints or little, you know, like uh, study fights or study things or you're not a student of the game, you don't have like a high IQ, you're not obsessed and you're not looking at every little technique or every little punch or every little thing you're not supposed to do all the best things all the little details all the things you shouldn't miss and stuff when it comes to fights or details or paying attention to anything absorbing knowledge or anything like that i feel that you need to be on top of every single thing that you should in order to be successful because when you're doing that you're giving yourself the ability to be aware and prepared for all potential outcomes when it comes to all these different things so that's why i try to really go super deep and detailed when it comes to talking about the fights and both sides and breaking it down and stuff um like i said frankie takes max down how is max going to respond if max gets handily taken down Frankie, like I said, mixes it up very well. He can strike to takedowns very well. He's very quick on his feet. He has knockout power. He shouldn't be overlooked and stuff. And and this is going to be an interesting fight. I'm very, very excited for it. Max Holloway versus Frankie Edgar this Saturday live on pay-per-view. UFC 240, baby. Max Holloway. That being said, Max Holloway by unanimous decision. Max comes back. Pieces, Frankie. Edgar up and retains his belt. There's no going back. However, if an underdog story does happen, like I said, that stuff has happened in the past and we've been prone to that. It would just suck to see that happen to Max again. And it would just suck to see Frankie Edgar never be able to realize a UFC title yet again, still being so close and so at the top of the heap when it comes to his weight class and stuff like that. I mean, obviously Brian Ortega beat him and and shit like like he just he beat him already. But you know, we haven't seen Frankie against anyone else in his division other than like Cub Swanson and stuff. We haven't seen him against like Volkanovski or Zabit. I don't think they're gonna fight. But um, it'll be interesting. Like I said, all this shit's interesting. I can't wait for tomorrow. Um, I'm glad that, uh, we're back. Like I said, kicking it with the King is going to be back. And if I do have some news, cause we're gonna wrap this up is I may have another episode with green extract spa, Josh Fulmer. He has some exciting news to share, and I'm going to reach out to him and see if he is still down to do this podcast. The last time we did a podcast, if you guys remember, I don't know if you remember if you heard it or not, three hours long. I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't want to sit and listen to a three-hour podcast. But, um, I mean, I did. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, but last time we talked was three hours, and it was real fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I learned a lot about um, about the products of CBD and stuff, and... Um, I really enjoyed myself, so I'll reach out to him and see what that happens. This one will be up um, probably about 20, 15, 15 to 20 minutes after this, after I'm done and stuff. And I can't wait to put it out, like, get put it out to continue to make good shows, to continue to spread the knowledge, to open people's minds up, to, you know, provide a different kind of feel to the world of mixed martial arts. It's like, I don't want you to feel like I'm just talking like, oh, it's a sports radio. No, I want I want you to kind of like open your mind up and just think freely. Because almost like I, I told Ashley this. Ashley, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. Um, It's like you're not listening to a podcast. You're, you're just chilling. You're chilling with a friend and listening to them to speak your mind openly. You should have seen what I did with my hand. I just like, ooh, like, ooh, ah. 
like fresh and open i swear when we're on video you're gonna see like the funniest shit ever dude like just so fucking awesome though, but i can't wait um so guys like i said i think that is it for our show today i appreciate each and every one of you joining us we did go an hour five minutes counting talked about a lot like i said i mean to start the show off you know talking about that whole you know, the whole boxing situation earlier and stuff no one wants anything to happen like that no one wants to read about that no one wants to see that something like that happened to in a sport that they love so much but like i said in reality that it is a sport that we're living in that this is a sport that we love and we glorify that's our world and everything in it revolves around mixed martial arts and or boxing and those are the things and consequences that can happen so like i said one more time respect um love and uh heartful mourns and respectful uh you know condolences to each and every one of his friends family and uh teammates and training partners that were affected by this more so the coach and his family and everyone else close to him because it's a tragic thing to have happened in a contest you know it makes me respect each and every one of the fighters out there our fighters if you're listening you are very special and i respect you guys all very much if i've had any personal beefs with fighters it's all good, man. Unless your name is Duran Wynn. I'll smack that guy in his face. Doesn't matter. Uh, but anyways, guys, um, you can follow me on Twitter directly at GTheKingMMA209. You can follow my podcast directly, KWTKPod, on Twitter and on Instagram, folks. Facebook.com slash GabrielTheKingHernandez is up. We post every other day on there. We will post every show link on there. We'll post it on. I'll post it on my personal Facebook for my friends, for my family, for everyone else that follows me. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you guys for joining, listening, and being a part of the experience. We will be back. If not later on today, we'll be back later on next week, folks. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good day.